morning, awesome people! Snick to the plus. It is Monday, April 26th. April is almost over. May Day is almost here. March shower. Wait, uh, April shower. April showers bring May flowers. Yeah. So, maybe we need to go to Fredericksburg next month. I think I'm actually going to volunteer next month for um, Op- Operation Underground Railroad. Um, it's organization geared to save children and human trafficking. So, I haven't volunteered for them yet, but I'm looking forward to that and getting to know that organization better and helping the kids. Let's help the kids. Fuck COVID. Let's get over COVID. COVID is a non-issue anymore. It's a political issue. Let's save the kids. Right? So anyway, uh, this weekend we had Austin Marathon. We didn't have the marathon this year. We were only allowed to have the 5K and the half marathon. Working with the High Five crew. My son River is on the High Five crew. He's been working events since he was, you know, could walk. But, um, you know, this was, I think, his first full-fledged event as an adult. Working as an adult. Getting his full salary. So that's exciting. He got also got to do a lot of new things. You know, as a growing man, you learn how to do different things, operate different things. So um, it's pretty exciting. Uh, I think overall the event went well. Uh, my my feedback on doing events with COVID and restrictions is in a way it's a lot easier because we didn't have to set up um four blocks of block party after the marathon we didn't have a beer garden and we didn't have we didn't allow people to congregate we had a bit of a bit of an issue where we needed to get people out get people moving you know it was in all the race instructions that there wasn't going to be loitering and hanging out after the race it's just you know you run you get your medal you go home you know you get your water bottle of water so anyway um i was gonna do like after the race we went to high five and a bunch of us were just hanging out and, you know shooting the shit and i was gonna press record for my podcast but you know, everyone was tired, and, you know, I just didn't want to, um, uh, interject, but, uh, what would be really interesting if someday I can sit down with Dan, Stacy, and Jack, the owners of High Five Events, and I can maybe interview them, and, um, you know, that, that's just a great story, right, so, um, so we basically had a year off of events, 
you know, and I, I thought that was kind of refreshing, I missed the paycheck, but I didn't miss the hours and the sun, and uh, your feet and hurts, you know, but overall, I love the work, it's, it's pretty cool, but um, one of the biggest changes, you know, before the plus, so this is Monday before the plus, right, so I've been working events for 30 years, right, and uh, one of the earliest lessons I learned as a race director was you're never going to please everybody, right, you have the type A triathletes that want to know every single detail and how it's going to be done and all that stuff, and they get on your ass and uh, Stacy was joking about negative reviews, you know, everybody gets negative reviews, you know, everybody has an opinion, and some people get gonna choose to be pissed off, and so that's, before the plus, when I would work races, I would, even though I knew that I would never make everybody happy, I knew, uh, I would take things personally sometimes, and I would get upset, and so, you know, there's been a lot of dynamics within High Five events. Uh, my history, you know, I had my own production company before there was even a High Five events, right? And I've created my own events. And, you know, there's different roles. And I've, I've been on High Five events. I've been the longest person. You know, nobody else is there that was there when I was there except... Jack and Dan, you know, Stacy. Um, but now I just go and I do the work, and I I don't I don't take anything personally. I try to stay positive. I make people smile. I don't complain you know, and it's, it's a lot easier, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot easier weekend, you know, you're not all upset, wasting that energy, you're just thinking about positive things, and it's just a, a lot better experience, and then you, through that, you know, you have more, better experience with the people you're working with, and you establish know, you build those relationships better in a positive light versus having, you know, resentments or animosity or, um, um, uh, what do you call it, when you're jealousy, right, I've had all those things, you know, I'm a human and you have emotions and you have experiences and you react to certain things different ways, you know. I'll tell you the the biggest pet peeve I've ever had, and the thing that kind of would usually piss me off, well, two things with the transition, right, so, um, I was the transition coordinator for Captex when it was under, uh, Brad and Rick for about six years, and, you know, I was also transition coordinator for High Five when we had Captex and Austin Try and all that, so you know, probably about 10 or 12 years of transition coordinator in a large event, right, 
you know, when you have a large event, you have a large transition area, and there, and you also have a lot of newbies, people that haven't done triathlon, and they don't know, and so my most dreaded question in transition was, oh, so where's the swim at? And what he said, well, you know, see that body of water over there? You have to walk over there and kind of look at the map and understand it for yourself, you know? Oh, so where do we bike out? Oh, we're standing next to this big sign right here that says bike out. This is the bike out right here. Oh, so after I get off my bike, where do I run out? You see way over there, that big old sign that has a scaffolding and is about 14 feet high that says run out? Yeah, over there, that's where you run out, you know, so... I'd have to go through that conversation about a million times over 10 years. And, you know, so I'd get upset about it. It's like, God, why can't y'all figure it out? But then I'd, I'd try to figure out a, it out psychologically. I'll put myself in their shoes, you know. And I'd get upset again because I'd figure out they, they wouldn't understand what they're trying to ask until they go through it or they create an understanding for themselves, you know, because nine times out of ten, if I would have that conversation with someone, yeah, the swim is where the big body of water is, the bike out is where the bike out sign is, and the run out is where the run out sign is, uh, you know, it just, um, you go through that conversation and they they still look like deer or in the headlights because they didn't have they didn't we interpret things through our body right and you're not going to fully understand that whole process until you go through it with your body you experience it and then your mind understands you know so the other thing that would really, really upset me is that in the same event, Captex, Austin Try, and um, we would have bike check-in the day before, and you know everybody would have to bring their bike, and probably 25% of the people would come because they were going to go to something else, and they would come with without their helmet. They would be riding their bike without their helmet, and USAT rules, basically, if you're on a race site the day before, the day of, after the race, and you're on a race site, and you're on your bike, you need to have your helmet, and so, you know, not as quite as much as the question about where to go in transition, but, you know, it just got upsetting that, hey, you know, what do y'all, why y'all why don't y'all wear your helmet, you know, you're triathletes, you're athletes, you should understand the rules and safety, and, um, I'll tell this quick story, in elementary school, uh, there's this girl, Lori, and she was an athletic, you know, a gymnast, real short, you know, spunky, always smiling, you know, real cute, you know, just a positive light in, you know, the elementary school classroom, right, so, uh, then we went to middle school, and Lori wasn't there, and like, oh, where's Lori? 
and we had heard something happen and like months later four or five six months later she came and what happened over that summer she was riding her bike without a helmet she fell her head hit the curb and uh she had brain damage for the rest of her life a completely different person you know gained a bunch of weight didn't wasn't responsive didn't know didn't remember who you were i don't know you know i didn't we don't know as much now as we did i mean we don't know we didn't know as much then as we do now you know about you know if, if even if someone is in a coma you can talk to them and so i re- really wasn't taught that and I didn't try to see if she remembered me, you know, I kind of regret that, but, um, it would be interesting to see if she's still around, I don't remember her last name, anyway, I'm kind of rambling, but, uh, the point of the story is, is that, you know, you need to wear your helmet, and it would really upset me, the people that would come to an event, to check in their bike to the event and not have their helmet and I, I asked many times if we could have a taser you know we will tase you if you do not have your helmet <laughs> then then they learn right you know they get you know get a race man you know they'll tase you if you don't have your helmet on you know that's a pretty I think a pretty positive conversation you know gets the point across Anyway, I'm just uh, almost to work, and it was great working with the High Five crew again, that we had a live event, that we had the Austin Marathon, that I got to work with my son, that we had a successful event, nobody got hurt, we didn't have a mass shooting or bombing, you know, all those things, a great day, and we just move on, and I hope everybody has a great week in live into the plus a quick second segment here i don't know how this is going to record because i'm indoors and i don't get good reception where i'm at but we'll see how it works out but um apologize for cussing in the first segment i try not to cuss but i just watched this uh video and I wanted to yeah, share it. That's why I said the word. You'll see why. But uh, there is some language in this. But this is a short segment. But this is basically how I feel about COVID. A lot of y'all might not like me after this, but I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say what the fuck needs to be said and what people don't want, are really thinking but don't want to say. Fuck COVID. We're fucking over it. If you're a scary-ass bitch and you want to fucking wear your mask, wear your mask, bitch. I have a right to breathe in motherfucking peace. If you're one of those motherfuckers that think you're going to catch it, keep your motherfucking dumb ass in the house, okay? That is on you. If you want to get vaccinated, bitch, get vaccinated. That is not on us to get vaccinated. Leave us the fuck alone. AIDS is real. Diabetes is real. Cancer is real. All these shits is real. Car- accidents strokes heart attacks all types of shit accidental death we're gonna die everybody dies our government doesn't get the right to dictate how the fuck we live in a pandemic you don't either bitch because this is motherfucking america i am free i have a right to breathe how the fuck i want to breathe so for those who don't understand fuck you and fuck covid next it's america i'm gonna do what the fuck i want to do now let it the fuck go Hell yeah. 
I couldn't say it better myself. And I hope you have a great Monday.